podcasts are sponsored by Kinexus, where we're passionate about empowering people to spread continuous improvement with our web-based software. Learn more at www.spreadimprovement.com. Hi, this is Mark Raven. Welcome to episode 106 of Lean Blog Audio for November 17th, 2015. Today's episode is titled, You Just Have to Ask Why Five Times? Well, Lean or Lean Startup requires more than that. Well, today and tomorrow, I'm attending the Lean Startup Conference, which is brought to us by Eric Reese and his team. So I hope you'll say hi if you are there at the event. And I hope you'll read or listen to this post, even if you're involved in Lean outside of startups, such as manufacturing or healthcare, because I I think there's a bit of a misperception that crosses all of those realms. Now, Eric Reese has written... Uh, a lot about um, lean styles of of problem solving, giving credit to Taiichi Ono and Toyota. And in his excellent book, The Lean Startup, Eric wrote about the need to not blame individuals for system problems, which is a part, uh, a core part of lean thinking. And the alternative to that is good problem solving. So in his book, he wrote in part, the alternative to blame is to use a system called the five whys to make incremental investments and evolve a startup's processes gradually. The core idea of five whys is to tie investments directly to the prevention of the most problematic symptoms. The system takes its name from the investigative method of asking the question why five times to understand what has happened, the root cause. If you've ever had to answer a precocious child who wants to know Why is the sky blue and keeps asking why after each answer, you're familiar with it. This technique was developed as a systematic problem-solving tool by Taiichi Ono, the father of the Toyota production system. I've adapted it for use in the Lean Startup model with a few changes designed specifically for startups. So that's part of what Eric says in the book. And now I've heard some people, not not Eric, say, uh, I've heard people say something like, all you have to do is ask why five times. But that oversimplifies this approach to problem solving uh, immensely. Fast Company Magazine published an excerpt from Eric's book with a headline that says something, again, I I think is not something that Eric said. The headline from Fast Company says, to get to the root of a hard problem, just ask why five times. Now, we, we don't just ask why in the lean methodology upon which lean startup is based. We start by properly defining and clarifying problems. Jumping straight into a five whys analysis is like jumping straight to learn in the lean startup build measure learn cycle. Now tomorrow, my post and podcast episode is going to be about the topic of why five isn't a magic number in the five whys. So please come back for that post and episode. But back to the point at hand, root cause analysis, which includes asking why multiple times, is usually about the fourth step in a good problem-solving methodology. It's not the first thing we do. We don't just ask why five times. In the lean philosophy, we talk about not jumping to solutions, and we talk about not blaming, but we also shouldn't jump to root cause analysis before it's time. So this brings us to the idea of practical problem-solving. So yes, I've practiced the method of asking why. I've also been fortunate to learn about slightly more rigorous lean problem-solving models. Now, this is all based on the plan-do-study-adjust cycle, or PDSA, which is sometimes called PDCA, plan-do-check-act. This cycle is sometimes called the Deming cycle, after W. Edwards Deming, 
and it's based on the scientific method. The A3 methodology within Lean is a form of PDSA that's slightly more prescriptive in terms of the steps that we follow, summarizing our learning on a single sheet of 11 by 17 paper. So you can read an article John Shook from the Lean Enterprise Institute wrote in the Sloan Management Review as an introduction to A3, or read his book Managing to Learn, or other books on A3. You can find links to all of this if you go to the web at leanblog.org audio 106. I've also linked to some A3 templates that you can download, but what really matters is the thinking, not the format of the A3. So in the A3 approach, we're reminded and taught to first define the problem. This is hard to do. We want to jump in the solutions mode, and we often want to jump right into asking why and doing root cause analysis. But if we don't clarify and understand the problem and understand our current state, we might end up going down a rat hole and discussing root causes to something that's not the real problem. So practical problem solving, or what some call the Toyota eight-step problem solving method, those are some of the names given to a broader Lean and Toyota approach that includes the five whys. But again, there's a lot to do before asking why. I'd love to work with people who practice the Lean startup methodology to try to develop some examples around this. But here's an example from healthcare, and this is adapted from a story in my upcoming third edition of my book, Lean Hospitals. So I wrote, before clarifying a problem, we might start with what some call a big vague concern, such as nobody's scanning the patient paperwork upon check-in. Now to clarify the problem, we would try to state the problem in a more specific fact-based way. This might include GEMBA or workplace observation and discussion or some data collection. Now, we don't want to immediately start asking why or too quickly getting to questions like why aren't they scanning the patient paperwork? As again, I said from the book, the story continues, the team defined a more formal problem statement saying only 35% of records brought in by patients to outpatient surgery are scanned into the EMR instead of 100% as desired. Now note that the problem statement does not blame. It, it does not propose causes and there's no solution stated. As the team here started to understand why paper was not being scanned 65% of the time, somebody walked to go talk to a downstream customer, the surgical department. The team learned they hadn't properly understood the problem at hand. Problem solving teams quickly learned that the practical problem solving approach is neither straightforward nor linear. In the process of breaking down the problem or setting a target, what the team learns by going to the Gemba, gathering data, or talking to others may cause them to go back and make a change to the problem statement as we learn more. As this team talked to internal customers, the paper scanning team was stunned to hear the surgical department ask, why are they scanning any of the printouts the patient brings in? Those are just printouts from the EMR to begin with. So given this new knowledge, the team circled back to redefine their problem statement. So instead of trying to go from 35% to 100% scanning, the goal was to go from 35% to zero. Had the team not gotten out of their own silo to go talk to the customer, they might have wasted a lot of time or might have actually made things worse by quote-unquote solving a problem that was not really a problem. So you know, we don't want to assume we know what the solutions are. and We shouldn't assume that we know the root cause or that we can get to it just by talking. 
and we shouldn't assume that we perfectly understand the problem. So as I've, I'm summarizing in the third edition of Lean Hospitals, the eight steps to a full problem-solving process, what's again sometimes called practical problem-solving, these steps are one, clarify the problem, two, break down the problem, three, target setting, four, root cause analysis, which includes, but is not limited to, the five whys, five, develop countermeasures, six, see countermeasures through, seven, monitor the results and processes, and eight, standardize successful processes. So again, this all maps to the PDSA cycle, plan, do, study, adjust, as does the A3 approach. And if you'd like to learn more, my friend John Miller has a really good blog post on this approach called, it's also called the Toyota Business Practice, but this problem-solving approach is something he's written about. And again, you can find a link at leanblog.org slash audio 106. You can also listen to a series of podcasts produced by Gemba Academy, where John talks about this approach in uh, quite a lot of depth. So if you go uh, to if you go to their website, um, blog.gembaacademy.com slash podcasts, episodes 60, 63, 66, 72, and 84 cover this approach. But again, you can find an easy link by going to leanblog.org slash audio 106. So I'd be really curious to see if the lean startup movement can, can move beyond just asking the five whys and embrace broader models and methods such as practical problem solving. Maybe I can work with you and your team on this approach as applied to startups or to hospitals. I'd love to hear your experiences or what you think. Again, go to leanblog.org audio 106.